We'll begin this evening in the book of Acts, chapter 1, and verses 4 and 5. Acts 1, verses 4 and 5. And being assembled together with them, commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father, which saith he, Ye have heard of me. For John truly baptized with water, but ye shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days Hence, as we go from day, day to day, we have schedules, we have plans, we make appointments and try to keep those appointments. But then I think sometimes we just take things for granted. I graduated from high school 51 years ago this summer. I remember as I stood in line waiting to go to the gymnasium with my classmates, all of a sudden it hit me that things weren't going to be the same anymore. I had taken school for granted, just knew that in the fall of the year we went to school, spring of the year we got out. Always look forward to the days off, the summers off. Always hoped that we would get snow so we'd get out of school. Didn't consider we'd have to make the days up. But I really took school for granted. Well, you know, the last few months, there's things that we have taken for granted that are different. Ethan and Natalie flew out this last week from Arkansas to spend a few days with us. So we took them down to Lincoln City. So we made plans to uh, be at Moe's for lunch. I know things had been closed up, but things were opening back up. So we just figured that we'd go to Moe's for lunch. We'd been there, they had been there, that's where they wanted to go. So we pulled up in the parking lot and it was a little bit early for lunch and there weren't very many cars around. So we thought, well, we'll get right in. Walked up to the door and a lady standing there and says, uh, it's takeout only. I go, what? And I'm looking in the window inside the restaurant because we always go there to eat. It was takeout only. We took it for granted that we'd just be able to go there and eat. On our way home, uh, we decided that we'd stop at Cracker Barrel. That's where they wanted to eat. That's where we wanted to eat. So I was driving up I-5, and all of a sudden Ethan says, Grandma, look at your phone. Uh, Cracker Barrel's takeout only. What? They're not open? Sure enough, they weren't open. We were going to take it for granted. Well, there's two more Cracker Barrels in this area. So, well, check the others. They were all takeout. See, we'd just taken things for granted that it'd be like it always is. But today, things aren't like they always have been. Things are different. Uh, up until the middle of March of this year, uh, we could say going to church uh, was our schedule. We planned on it. We prepare for it. 
And when it's church time, we're at church. Uh, it's what we did. There could be some that took it for granted. Well, you know what? Things have changed. It's not the same. Even coming to church is different. We, we never dreamed that we'd have to sign up to come to church. We're thankful that we can come to church on a limited basis. We're thankful for everyone that's watching uh, this service and our services online. Because the Lord is not restricted by four walls in a church building. But the Lord is in your home also. The Lord is where you are. You, you can pray in your home just like you pray at church. But we're thankful for the ones that are able to be here in this service this evening. You know, the disciples found out that their schedule and their plans had changed also. From following Jesus for three years, going where he went, just seeing the miracles that he did, the lives that he changed, uh, maybe they just took that for granted part of the time. That they knew when they got up in the morning that they were just going to be with Jesus that day. Well, it changed. Things would never be the same again. Jesus told them that he was going to go to the cross and give his life. On the third day, he'd rise again. They missed it. They, they heard it. They didn't grasp it. They didn't understand what Jesus was saying. They saw him go to the cross. They saw him suffer. They saw him die on the cross. He was put in a tomb. And there's some time there they just didn't know what to do. But there was something there that what if? What if? And as they went to the tomb that day and saw the stone had rolled away, angel told them that he had risen. You know, there's a glimmer of hope there. All of a sudden they realized what he had told them, what, what was taking place. And then at different times for the next few days, they would see him on different occasions. He would just appear and be there with him. He appeared before 500 at one time. But then it came down to he was going to go back to heaven. But he had some instructions for his disciples. He, he had some instructions for his followers. What he wanted them to do. He told them he was going to leave them. So things weren't going to be the same anymore. The verse 4 that I read, it says, uh, he commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise. And verse 5 says, For John truly baptized with water, but you should be baptized with the Holy Ghost, not many days hence. He told them something new is going to happen. He commanded them. That's more than just saying you should go. He commanded them that they tarry in Jerusalem. Over in the book of Luke chapter 24, uh, there's a verse there that says, And behold, I sing the promise of my Father unto you. 
But tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem until ye be endued with power from on high. Here Jesus is telling them to tarry, to wait, that they're going to receive something from him. He was going to send the comforter to them. He was going to be gone, but he would send a comforter. He was going to send power from on high that they needed. It's something they needed. He promised it to them. It was going to happen. And they understood at this point. They understood his instructions. They understood what they were supposed to do. And, and, you know, at this point, the disciples in the early church, they got focused. They they, they understood. They realized uh, they couldn't just take things for granted anymore. That it was their responsibility. The responsibility of spreading the gospel uh, had fallen to their shoulders. They, they had seen Jesus work. They'd, they had followed him. They watched his miracles. But they, they knew that it was their responsibility to carry on from this point. And at the same time, Jesus knew what they needed. He knew they were saved. He knew they were following him. But, but he knew that they needed more than that. He knew that they needed to be sanctified. He, he prayed in the Garden of Gethsemane uh, to his Heavenly Father. He prayed that, that they would be sanctified, to have that sin nature removed out of their lives. He, he knew they were going to need more than that. He knew that they were going to need uh, that infilling of the Holy Spirit. He knew they needed to come together as one. There, there had been some times there where they were, they were uh, positioning or, or trying to find their location, who was going to do this and who was going to do that. And, and, and Jesus knew that needed to all be taken care of. So he prayed that they would be sanctified and, and that would all be taken care of through sanctification. He, he knew that their, their hearts needed to beat as one. Well, he went back to heaven. The angel appeared, told them he would come back again. We're looking forward to that day. It hasn't happened yet. It could happen today. It could happen tonight. Whenever it happens, we won't be ready for that day. But, the, but they knew what they were supposed to do. They went to Jerusalem, went into the upper room, and they prayed, and they tarried. And they spent time in prayer. There was consecrations that were made. Uh, that anticipation of receiving something that they knew nothing about, but the Lord put a hunger in their heart to receive that. They, they knew there was something lacking. They knew they needed something in their lives. And as they prayed, and, and they, they came together in oneness of spirit, they were sanctified. They were sanctified holy. And it says the day of Pentecost, the power fell. They received the baptism. We'll read about that in the next chapter. Chapter 2. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. We can say they were together, together. Their hearts were beating as one. They had been spending time together in prayer. 
They'd been consecrating their lives uh, to the Lord. The Lord was drawing consecrations from them. They were yielding their lives to the Lord. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire, and it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. What a prayer meeting that was. What a special time it was. You see, Jesus knew what they needed. And through his infinite wisdom and power, he not only offers salvation, but he offers sanctification and the gift of the Holy Spirit in our lives today. They needed it back then. We need it today. The Word of God hasn't changed. The early church needed those experiences. You know, they were going down a new road. Things were different. They, they weren't like they had been before when they were following Jesus. They had a responsibility to carry on the gospel. Uh, and they needed that power in their lives. Well, today we're going down a new road also. Things are different than they have been. And we, we don't know about tomorrow. We never have known about tomorrow. But really today, as, as we look out and see what's going on in our world today, we really, the, tomorrow is really unsure as far as this world goes. But it's so good to have an anchor to the soul. It's so it's good to have the Lord on our side. But the Lord knows what we need. The Lord knows that we need to be saved. That, that's the beginning of our Christian walk with the Lord. When Jesus comes in and singles out. But Jesus also knows that we need our sanctification. That's that second work of grace where we consecrate our lives to the Lord. At salvation, we tell the Lord we're sorry for the sins and ask him to forgive us. At sanctification, we consecrate our lives to the Lord and, and tell the Lord we won't be pure and holy before him. That we want nothing between our brothers and our sisters or anyone else. We don't want anything between us and the Lord. We want that sweet spirit, that presence of the Lord in our lives. We need that. We can have it. And Jesus also knew we needed the infilling of the Holy Spirit, the baptism of the Holy Ghost. The early church needed it. We need it today. We need it today to stand for what's ahead. We don't know what's ahead. We don't know what we're going to go through. But we need these experiences in our lives. It, it will hold us steady. It will ground us in the gospel. If you need one of these experiences tonight, you can have it tonight. You don't have to wait till tomorrow. Even the ones that are watching from their homes, the Lord is with you. If you need to be saved, the Lord wants to save you tonight, right where you are. He wants to sanctify you. He wants to fill you with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. 
Just lay your life out before him. Consecrate your life to him. If he's asking something from you, if he's asking a consecration from you, just give it to him. It's the best thing you can do. I was just talking to a friend the other day, a couple days ago, about the time the Lord was drawing some consecrations out of my life. And, and I told him, I says, every time I went down to pray, it was there. I, I tried to pray around it. I tried to pray over it, under it. I, I just tried to pray about something else. But it was there. Because the Lord was drawing a consecration out of my life. And, and, and I'd get up from praying. And the next time I went uh, back to the altar to pray, there it was again. Well, I got good news for you. I finally gave it to the Lord. I told the Lord, I says, I'll do whatever you want. Well, yeah, I, that burden was gone. That load was lifted. And I'm so thankful tonight that I did that. I, I didn't stay there. I, I finally prayed it through. I got myself out of the way and prayed it through. And the victory was there. The Lord was there and answered prayer. Well, whatever you need tonight, the Lord wants to give it to you. If it's an experience, if it's an answered prayer, if you're not feeling good, whatever it is, the Lord wants to answer your prayer tonight. Just come to him. Surrender everything to the Lord. And if he's asking anything of you, just give it to him. That's the best thing you can do. I tell you, if that load will be lifted, you'll be a new person, you'll feel better, you'll be closer to the Lord. Well, God bless each one of you. Uh, the ones that are here, we have the opportunity to pray in the pews where you're at, or some will be able to pray around the altar. But ones in your homes, take time tonight to pray. Take time to spend with the Lord. Uh, he'll be right there with you. Let's stand and sing a song.